Yo, 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 it's your boy JTG, and you're listening to Marking Out. Wait for it. Wait for it. Cheer! This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 425 of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this online listening experience and all of our past episodes on several different sorts of podcasting applications. I'm talking about Apple podcasts i'm talking about google play i'm talking about stitcher radio make sure you rate review and subscribe give us a whole bunch of thumbs and thumbs and stars up and stuff like that so uh, go check us out there if you don't want to go there you can go to our uh website marketout.com facebook.com slash marketout twitter.com slash marketout youtube.com slash marketout 11 you can buy our merchandise pro wrestling tees.com slash marketout my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Uh, Dave, unfortunately, is not here this evening because life takes precedent. But one person that is not joining us is is joining us, I should say, is uh, his new nickname is Mr. No Pods Off, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at B- – good one, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Thanks for keeping the gimmick alive. That's hey, gotta why does Dave not? Last week he didn't, and I was like, really? you know what? I'm just gonna say it. You don't even have to ask me. Okay. I just offered it up. How are you just, doing? I'm I'm so busy, <laughs> but I'm I'm taking time out of my busy schedule. I should really get. I have a video that a one minute Instagram clip that I need to do right now. That I'm gonna be doing while I'm making this podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, everything's good. Do rock and rolling, you know. It's if you live on Long Island, you know the uh, heart and soul of Long Island right now is lacrosse. So it's lacrosse season, and my sports media company that I work for, uh, we're just loaded to the gills with lacrosse. A lot of lax, bro. I wonder if uh, if Taz is in that boat. Wait, what do you mean? I'm pretty sure he's a lacrosse fan. Oh, he is. I think so. I don't want to like. Don't quote me on that. Did you? Oh man. Okay, we got. We might have to tweet him. And be like, hey, Taz, check out this, because my company does, like, live streams and stuff like that, too. Yeah, and he's got radio. He does. <laughs> he does. So, huh? uh, how was your week? Busy, as I said. Lax, brah. And uh, so, lacrosse. And what else have I done this week? Opening day? I watched half. Yeah, that, it, that's it. And let's get into it, because... What's Chris's new segment on the show? Oh. What's Chris drinking? No, but anyway, so it's opening day, and as we know, my love of the drink. So I've been holding on to this bottle. I love for of the it. drink. I love of the drink. <laughs> uh, I've been holding on to this bottle, I think, for a couple months now. Um, it's by the Cooperstown Distillery. It's uh, called, what is it, Double Day? Uh, what is it called? Yep, Double Day Bourbon. Named uh, after co- Abner Double Day. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Double Day Fields at uh, Cooperstown. But the bottle is sick. The bottle is a glass baseball. Oh, that's and at cool. the bottom, the little pedestal it sits on is 
Bob Backlund. Oh, baseball field. You have to cut that out. <laughs> it's fine. Dave's not listening. I, 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 uh... <laughs> it's a baseball field. <laughs> Call myself. That's the most well, important thing. It's a baseball what? It's a baseball field. I'll send you a picture of it. Like, the bottom is like... So, it's like... It's sitting on like a mount, it looks like, but the glass bottom is a baseball field, and it's great. And this is the first time I'm opening it right now on this podcast, so. Uh, there it is. Ooh, my. Moon River. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I popped myself. No pun intended. You, you do that normally. I'm pouring it into my glass. Pouring myself a double for yeah, double day. That's a, Ch- a Chevy Chase joke. It's funny. Oh. Um,. I didn't get. I only watched. Uh, I watched half of the Yankee game. Um, I didn't watch the Cubs game because I was filming girls lacrosse game. Uh, but I got to hear Pat Hughes call the final out, which I was happy about. Then I got to play Go Cubs Go in my car by myself and smiled. So uh, cheers to the Cubs winning. Cheers to the Yankees winning today. Cheers, uh, the, cheers Mets to the Mets won. <laughs> yeah, Degrom. It's funny. I, I think. I think I actually saw Taz tweet something like, "Oh yeah, let's keep this up or whatever." But like, that's every. That's literally every single Mets season is, oh, my God, the Mets are winning at the beginning of the season. (laughs) And then at the end of the season, it's just terrible. It smells very sweet. Almost like like honey. Like I'm smelling like straight honey here. What is the the alcohol again, you said? Bourbon. Coop, you're going to find their Twitter right now? No, I just – I was just wondering. But Although if you you tell me their – the company's name afterwards, we could. Okay, we could do that. It smells like sh- I'm smelling just like straight honey. I, it's a little sweetness, maybe like even like artificial sugar. But let's say. That's yeah. Thank you for the. Uh, <laughs> we don't have any dead air. I like that. It's got a nice sweetness to it. It's nothing. It must be super young. It definitely wasn't age for a long time but you get like subtle hints of like orange a little subtle orange a little bit that like all that sweet like caramelly like sugar to it i like it cooperstown distillery double day bourbon go check it out the bottle's awesome my uh so what's 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 the scale i feel like we, we need something else other than stars no come on yeah but like the, the main thing is Meltzer gives out stars. We need to give out something better. What's better than a star? Moon? Brandon's. <laughs> Did you say Brandon's? I'll just give out Brandon's. Now, this says on a scale from one to ten Brandon's, it's it tends to it's a, a seven Brandon. Okay. So that's uh, and that's that's that. So, um, and otherwise, I uh, I saw Mr. Fat Pat last night. We filmed some stuff and things. Ooh. For him, yeah, for him. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting text messages now from work, too, and I'm trying to, like, put these graphics up and stuff. That's a brand, but Brandon, I know you had a very busy week. Uh, uh, did, you tell? did I? Yeah, I went to Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden again. So you went, to Madison, you went to Madison Square Garden twice. <sighs> uh, in the span of the month, it's going to be four times. Oh, jeez. March was a month I needed to knock off to complete the 12-month thing that I'm, I'm going for 12 so, month thing okay yeah, like i want to see i want to be able to say that i saw billy joel once every single month okay uh january's cheating kind of because i saw him on new year's eve okay so I saw, but like technically yes i did see billy joel perform in january 
because it was New Year's Day afterwards, or New Year's Eve Day. I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah. So it was always a, it's a good show. Um, John Fogerty came out as a surprise. Okay, nice. So it was cool. Got to see a Woodstock artist celebrating the 50th anniversary in the year of. In the year of, yeah. Did you see who's going to be at Woodstock? I did. We discussed that last week on the show. Dave wasn't so pleased about it. Um, I I don't see. I don't mind the lineup. I just I know I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to go to a Woodstock event. There's no way. My body just wouldn't hold up for it. So yeah, I, I after the 1999 one, which was just outstanding. Well, but see, that's the thing. I, I think as a lot has changed since then. I don't think it would be something like that. I don't know. I feel like the world is different now. Why is the world different? I, yeah, not, not, every, not everything is about the, the nookie and not everything. <laughs> like, it's not like not, it's not like all like death metally and death metally. Who is death metal? I, I don't know. Whatever Limp Bizkit is. I know it's not death metal. <laughs> Hot garbage. Rap, is Limp rap is. metal. I don't know. Is it no, rap that was metal? That... I don't know. There's new metal, is what new that was. New metal, okay, yeah. So not everything's about a, a pit that you jump and knock around people in. What are those things called? You, you join them. Yeah, mosh pits. Yeah, mosh pits. I, no, but, like, <laughs> but like, I feel like now recently I'm in like serious mosh retirement because like the other night I woke up and I just had this like jabbing pain in my knee. And I was like, oh, man. And it felt like funny the next day. I'm like, I can't do spin kicks anymore. I'm like, what were you doing a spin kick for? No, well, like, Sunday was incredible outside, so we were, you know, me and Jordan were... <laughs> Sunday was great. I went outside and did spin kicks. And spin kicked my, my, my five-year-old son. Well, you know, I can put a disclaimer there. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was a joke. And people know this, they know I love my children. There'll be somebody, there'll be some person now like, oh, gotta call this to the CPS. I have a story about that, but that's for a different podcast. Um... But, yeah, okay, so Billy Joel, you're going four times. What else? I did Where'd... Rush Happy Hour. Okay, where? Grand Lux. I also I went to Happy Hour again today at Grand Lux. Jeez. <sighs> yeah, but, and today, dude, today was like a weird happy hour day. The, the person sitting next to me, her food, I guess, came out wrong, and she was kind of, like, rude to the waitress. Or, actually, she was kind of yeah, rude never, to the, ever, to the ever, runner. Ever, ever, ever. She Ever. was rude to the rude. runner about it. And she goes, like, this isn't what I ordered. Like, they messed up my order, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, oh, well, I could I could bring it back and have them fix it. She goes, no, I don't send my food back. I was like, oh, okay, this is getting weird. So yeah, then right. the waitress comes over, and she says the same thing to the waitress. And the waitress goes, well, I, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, are you sure? I could definitely, like, make a new one. No, I don't send my food back. I'll send the manager over. Manager comes over. Goes through the whole thing. I don't send my food back. I don't trust you. And he's like, what? Like, wow. we don't know. Like, that's not like, we don't do that. <laughs> that's not a thing. We're not going to spit in your food. He didn't say all that, but that's like, she was basically implying that, which was just like. like she, but did she say, I don't trust you? Yeah, she said, I don't trust you. And I was like, that's oh my strange. goodness. Yeah, and then so then he ends up uh, sending her home with a brand new meal. She still ate the food that she got without. I don't she just, trust like, you. Pushed the stuff out. Yeah, I guess maybe she's seen waiting too many times. I don't know. I don't trust you. 
And I'm sorry. Dude, it's... and then she got up afterwards when she went to leave and drops the plate. Like, it knocks the plate over with her chair and then knocks okay. a drink over. I've never seen this before ever happen in real life. She knocks the drink over. The drink goes all over me. <laughs> really? She So she knocks the drink. Did, okay, okay. Continue with the story. And the glass went flying up in the air. Lands all over the floor, but also lands next to me and another couple sitting to the right of me. Sitting to the right of her table. Okay. I was like, oh my god. And when I say the drink goes all over me, a little splash. Not not like... Oh, you, yeah, come no. on. <laughs> I, but it's still, I don't want somebody else's drink on me. I sound still. like Cody Rhodes for a second. <laughs> drink okay. on me? No. It's not, it's a different word. But yeah, so then I guess like they, they came and cleaned everything up. But it was just like, I've never seen a glass explode the way that did. I, was, right. I told my dad, I was like, I should have said that she... Uh, she mumbled something about being pissed about them getting her order wrong before smashing the glass. Yeah, but, right. But she, she didn't smash the glass. But then, as the way on the way out, we went to go. When we went to go leave, a, a woman was outside Grand Lux on the floor, and my dad opens the door, and I see. You remember when Joey Mercury gets the ladder spot? Uh, I, I, I have I have nightmares of that. Literally, the woman was pouring blood, was dripping blood from her mouth, like Joey Mercury. No, but Joey Mercury, his face was like busted in. Well, yeah, well, he broke his nose and probably got a gash or whatever. But yeah, so blood was pouring out of the woman's mouth. My dad's like, "What's what happened?" And she goes, "I fell and uh, and yeah, she was she was cut. She cut her lip from that. But hopefully, she's all right. We didn't leave her there. We got the." Yeah, we got, sure. we got we got people inside to like help her out. Her daughter was inside or whatever, so that was that was crazy. But yeah, out, I, outside of uh, outside of happy hour, I made more egg drop soup this week. Okay, great. I, this time I put carrots, celery, and ginger in it. Real ginger? Yeah. I figured yes. I would. I I wanted to make like a like a fresh springtime kind of soup. So, a fresh springtime. Yeah, soup. it was it was good. I just I would prefer regular egg drop soup to to anything else than that. Okay. I I don't think I mean. It was a good soup. I just don't think I would eat it again, or okay. make it again. I should say because I still have some and I will be eating it still. But uh, I I really want to make the hot and sour soup again. It was really good. All right. Cool. Uh, and then I purchased some new WWE shirts. Ooh, do tell. What they you had, they had, I don't know if it was a 30% off or a 40% off sale, but I took advantage of that. And the next day they said, buy one, get one for $5. Okay, I, I like, saw that. Oh my goodness, did I just get got? And I put everything in my cart. And the total of that added up to what I, or no, the semi-total before shipping and tax added to what, I paid for the shirts all together. So I was like, oh, okay, that's good. But I got the new Daniel Bryan shirt where it kind of looks like he's a tree. Okay, I've seen that. I got the newest Dean Ambrose shirt that says okay. Never Apologize, I believe. And I got the NXT TakeOver New York t-shirt. Okay, interesting. Um, but Why would you get that when you go to NXT? <laughs> Because no. I don't sell my size there. 
Not, oh, they don't sell brand, only, that's right, they don't sell brand size. Not only do they not sell my size there, I'm not paying event price for t shirt. Okay. Because they're like probably thirty five bucks or something like that. Which is just insane. But I wanna I they just released a a Kurt Angle like last match ever shirt where it says thank you or it says you suck, thank you on it. Okay. That's a silly shirt. <laughs> it's really, really out there, but I think it's just funny enough for me to get. <laughs> I, I think I, I don't know. I I feel weird wearing that, but I'm just gonna you know what? Go for it, whatever. And I want to get the new Hardy Boy shirt, the best tag team. You know what? When I saw that, time. the first thing I thought of was I'm like, I wonder if Brandon got this already. No, no sales yet. No sales yet. Okay. Gonna wait for the sale on that one. And I, they're releasing some Hall of Fame T-shirts, but obviously I'm—they don't sell them in my size. But I'm—I'm I'm waiting to see what cool designs they have this year. For yeah. some reason, they have diamonds on on Honky Tonk Man's guitar. Have you ever heard the story that Kurt Hawkins told about, like when him and Luke Gallows ran into uh, what's his face Honky Tonk Man at like a WrestleMania after party? I don't think so. Oh, you have to hear this. Oh, what a great story. You're not going to tell it? Well, no, because it involves expletives. Oh. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, last but not least, on Brandon's Week of Adventure, I went to see Kiss last night at Madison Square. Comma Garden. Yep. Actually, there's no comma. But it was a, it was a really good show. I, uh, I quite enjoyed it. It was nice having live pyro. <laughs> oh, you mark. Speaking of marks, I happened to see a video of Chris Jericho completely going wild at yeah, the concert posted, last night. He, it, it went all over his Instagram last night. Then I happened to see the photograph of that Kiss post. They post a, a picture of the four of them and the arena after their concert. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw because of the video, I realized that Chris Jericho was in like the front row. And I I see him right there in the picture, smiling. And then I went back and watched a video that I recorded of uh, Love Gun. And I don't know if this is Are a Are you stealing it, their music for your own personal enjoyment? Am I stealing it? Yeah. No, I'm just recording it to watch back and enjoy. I'm not, like, selling it or anything. I if Honestly, I wish... For their last tours that I went to, the two times other times that I've seen them... They had this thing where you buy the concert, and they give Metallica. You, they give you Metallica like half, yeah. Metallica does that. A few other bands, Bruce Springsteen does it. This tour, they didn't do it for some reason. Because it's the last one. They just want you to savor the memories. Yeah, well, I would have liked to have gotten that. But uh, at one point, Paul Stanley flies over the audience onto a, a second stage when he, he sings when he sings Love Gun, and I literally see. We got some good-looking girls here tonight, all right! Sound like that, right? No. It's more like... <laughs> I, I, There's only one impression I could do of Paul Stanley, and I was hoping to hear it last night, and he ends up not doing it. Where he Where he introduces 100,000 years or whatever. He goes, 100,000 years! And it like sounds kind of like that. <laughs> But he didn't do it last night. They just went right into the song. But Love Gun, he's flying over the crowd. 
gets to the front row, you literally you see Jericho pointing and like waving at Paul Stanley. It's it's so funny. What a mark. Yeah, I have a video of Chris Jericho. <laughs> Chris Jericho just pointing at Paul and waving. Yeah, I got yeah, that's it. I no. wonder. I wonder if uh, if Paul Stanley like hooked it up with free tickets, or if Jericho paid that insane price. Because I know, I mean, Paul's, I mean, been on the pod he's got of that Jericho, a- and he's got that a uh, AEW money now. Yeah, but Paul's been on like Jericho's podcast, and uh, apparently, his Jericho gave Paul Stanley's son the entrance gear that Jericho used for WrestleMania twenty. Oh, really? Something like that. So I am assuming maybe they're uh, friends. That could be it. Yeah. But yeah, so those my my three garden moments of the month right now. You got Fleetwood Mac, you got Billy Joel, you got Kiss, and then next uh, next Saturday. Yeah, G one G one Supercard. But we'll discuss all of that <laughs> on next week's episode. Yeah, I mean, Nick, we're going to have to discuss Dave watching my kids next week. Oh, my. Yeah, Dave's watching my kids tomorrow night. But, uh, hey, listen, he's doing, a, he's doing a big favor for us, and he uh, I can't put him over enough, all this good stuff that he's done. So, um, yeah, so that being said, since Dave's not here, we're underprepared for this podcast this week, uh, so there's going to be no Outside the Ring news. More, more over – no, but I just – no, I looked at the Outside the Ring news, and everything that, that we could discuss is ultimately either for next week or, like, will be eventually incorporated into this episode. Yeah. I, I can almost promise that. So – uh, let's just so let's get on to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. That hurt my throat. I have to cough. I'm going to hold it in. Ronda okay. Rousey opened up Monday Night Raw. And dropped the microphone three different times by cutting a promo. She cuts a promo. That's all I have to say. Three Yo, different she times. She said, you're welcome. I just, I don't know, like, on the third time when she picked up the mic, she started laughing. Yeah, because she's like, maybe I'll just, hey, listen, Triple H was like hammered during his promo on uh, <laughs> on Monday. Like, I don't know, I don't know why someone would script a promo like that. Like, I don't know if it, it kind of came off as if she maybe forgot stuff, but I have no idea. It seemed like it could have been like, oh, I forgot stuff on purpose. Yeah. But Becky Lynch comes out, cuts a promo about winning at WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair comes out as well. They all basically claimed they're the reason why women are main eventing WrestleMania. I broke the dam. No, I broke the Speaking of breaking Which, the dam. Which, by the way, they're main eventing WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. There's your outside the ring news being worked right into the episode. That's how it always should be. Um, but I think it's great. I mean, it's huge yeah it really I'm, is i'm upset i'll be missing that yeah because but you're not gonna miss the podcast because you'll be on no yeah there's no reason to miss the podcast i mean it's gonna be nighttime yeah. there's nothing to do at night on a cruise ship trust me i've been there um, before gambling i don't gamble what do you think um, i'm stupid watching a show there isn't i'm telling you there's nothing to do um something there for a not pg podcast uh, but go to a midnight buffet 
<laughs> yeah, there's a but there's always food. No, I don't need to eat. Trust me, I'm the last person who needs to eat on a cruise. <laughs> I'll crush happy hour two times next week. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. But yeah, so this, for whatever reason, leads into a beat the clock challenge. Yeah. I, I, like, but, I, but like, here's the thing with the beat the clock challenge. Like, it didn't make any sense. It, no, 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 no. It literally, <laughs> I. Like, what are they going to be like? Who's going to come in first and who's going to come in second in the match? No, it's triple, it's a triple threat. It literally, like, it, there's not even like advantage to. Like winning, like is it a, like a, a mind thing? I did, 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 didn't like. Is it a Minecraft? Yeah, I don't get it. You have Rousey defeating Sarah Logan, minute twenty five. That sets the clock. Charlotte versus Ruby Riot went to the time limit, and then Becky Lynch defeated Liv Morgan in like a minute and eighteen seconds or whatever. After the match, you had Becky and Rousey. Yelling at each other. Becky was in the ring. Rousey was on the entrance ramp. Why this was taking place, I had no idea. You had Charlotte behind Becky outside of the ring doing nothing. Which didn't make sense. Like, first of all, why would Becky be turning her back to Charlotte, given their past? Yeah. But outside of that, why did Charlotte just stand there and do nothing? Shouldn't they all have been some like some way engaged in like some sort of triangle of of like argument? It they should have. Make, it didn't. That did, just didn't make sense. But again, maybe that's like a bigger picture sort of thing yeah. that we'll get to later on in the podcast because OTR outside what the about news. Oh, I'm like uh, OTR. I'm like what? Are we... Yeah. So next week, the three of them team up to take on the Riot Squad. Hey, listen. Good yeah. friends, better enemies. Up next, you had Finn Balor supposed to be taking on Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush in a handicap match. Leo Rush was uh, injured by Strowman last week. So he had the replacement of Jinder Mahal. And if Finn Balor won this match, he would get to go on to WrestleMania to have a Intercontinental Championship match against Bobby Lashley. One versus one. Finn Balor pulls out of the odds and defeats both of them. So he now gets that Mania match. So it seems almost as if every single month since December, the title will have changed. Unless for some reason Lashley holds on to it. But I but here's the thing. Now that they're going to have this big WrestleMania match, do we see the Demons? But that's another thing. I who know, I have no idea. It's it comes I, out, first you know, of all, this you, is, you have Bobby Lashley to come out first. You're overselling the, the match. Me? Yeah, I don't think it's a big match. But it's good if they do the demons. When was the last time we saw the demons? Uh, it was recently ish. Maybe it was it Survivor Series randomly, or was it after that as well? I don't remember. Maybe? But it's like this match. Like, why would Jinder Mahal accept to be in this match if he gets nothing of it? Like, he doesn't he doesn't become IC champion. He doesn't get a title shot. Instead, him and the Singh Bros got beat up by Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Where, no, what I'm is sure. that? How does that make sense? Why, why not just make a giant, like, multi-person match for the IC title at WrestleMania? 
And if you want Finn Balor to win, have Finn Balor win. I don't know. I feel like it, 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 the demon spot would be a good spot. I think it would get lost if you did a big, uh, you know, multi-man match. So, okay, so then since they're, like, maybe over on time, you have the, the demon come out and defeat Bobby Lashley in, like, a minute? Is that bad? I don't know. No, I feel like you have, like, a solid match. Dude, there's but so th- many matches. There's 17 match. Wait, what? What did you say? What? There's like 17 matches for WrestleMania. Uh, I think there's only 13. Well, there's probably... Th- I don't know. There's obviously there's unannounced matches as well. Like, there's we don't know if there's going to be a women's battle royal. Yeah. So, I, no, I think, I think they're planning both a men's and women's battle royal. Well, we already know that there is an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But uh, up next, we had Aleister Black and Ricochet team up to defeat in a non-title match, The Revival. They brawled before the match officially started. I was hoping it would end just there. But the match went on. And it's like, I did, like they just won the Dusty Classic on NXT this week. So now yep. they're confirmed to be taking, the, taking on the, the War Raiders for the titles at TakeOver. But like at this point, I'm looking forward to seeing... War Raiders, I'm not looking forward to seeing Ricochet and Aleister Black. They've been shoved down our throats. That is just like, and every single match has been the exact same match. Win, 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 win. I know, and I feel like I said it on the podcast um, about them, how I think they're just keeping these two guys together right now until the you know they do the, the superstar shakeup, and then they'll move them onto their respective uh, brands. What if they win at, at TakeOver? They're not going to win at TakeOver. You want to know why? And spoiler alert. Another team debuting? No, spoiler alert. Who else would debut? I have no idea. 3.0? That would be awesome. Um, But um, the last NXT taping, at the end, Aleister Black and Ricochet came out and said, this is going to be probably our last NXT taping here. This place is special, yada, 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 so on and so forth. It's called Swerve. Speaking of Swerve... (laughs) Apparently, he's going out of the Performance Center soon. I thought you were going to talk about Swerved. <laughs> nope, sorry. That's funny. But yeah, it's like what they're doing with the Revival. And now there's like rumors that there might not even be tag team title matches. At... I know, I might cry because of that. That just it makes no sense. That like literally makes no sense. You guys messed up big time. Should have been building up Hawkins and Ryder and a few other tag teams to have multi-team matches. You did it at WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania 20, I should say. You had two separate Fatal 4-Way tag team matches. Could have done that here. But for whatever reason... Like, it makes no sense. The Usos, they've done so much this year. And they might... Oh, yeah. Maybe they won't have a, a WrestleMania match. Maybe they'll just be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Who? Usos. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, we'll talk about Usos. I think there's going to be some repercussions of things that happen with the Usos on SmackDown, but let's continue on. Uh, McIntyre comes out, cuts a promo um, about Roman Reigns taking him out. Real heat. Talk about his children. He uh, laid out the WrestleMania challenge again to Joe, not Roman Reigns. And it's funny because they say that the Shield is no more. I said this last week, I think. Literally... Everything about this promo was about the Shield. Their whole feud is about the Shield. Yeah. 
everything. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and somewhat Seth Rollins, all shield. So, but Roman Reigns came out, he accepted the challenge. And honestly, if this was another year, I think this could have been like the main event of WrestleMania. It ended with both of them brawling. Uh, a low blow to Roman Reigns and then a, uh, a Claymore. That's and then it. after that backstage, Dean Ambrose challenged Drew McIntyre to a last man standing match. Because why not? Yeah. Up next, you had Sasha Banks defeat Natalia via disqualification. Again, this match makes no sense. I get that the match wasn't like a, didn't have a finish last week, but why wouldn't it, like instead of Boston Hug worrying about Divas of Doom here, why wouldn't they be more both teams? Why wouldn't they be more focused with Nia Jackson Tamina for what took place last week? Like yeah, why, but... why go on to fight each other's? Why why I don't I just don't understand. You you were both attacked by one team, but like oh let's forgive that and and take on each other. And it taught, like, you literally, you had Nia Jax and Tamina cut the match off again. Yeah. Hmm. I just, I don't Tell get Tell us it. how you really feel, Brandon. I, I thought the Glamazon Slam was a bit sloppy. Um, Brandon, she hasn't been an active wrestler for how I'm long? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay, Mark, I, I'm, listen, I'm calm still, down. I'm pumped, I'm pumped for the match, though. Yeah, but you're going to sit there and criticize somebody that hasn't been in a no, ring I'm forever. Just, I'm just saying. I'm sorry, it's not Kelly Kelly. And I wasn't going to end. You didn't let me finish. I don't think it was Beth Phoenix's fault. Oh, no? <laughs> like, Tamita might have uh, made it look sloppy. Hey, listen. Maybe they didn't practice it beforehand. Who knows? I see they're, uh, I think they're training with the Revival. Yeah, they are. You that's, saw it. That's cool. I just post. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Up next, you had a moment of bliss where uh, Alexa Bliss was going to try to bring peace between Braun Strowman, Michael Che, and Colin Jost, which the outcome of this segment was Michael Che and Colin Jost being entered into the Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which I'm assuming a lot of people are hating it, but... <laughs> I'm a fan of SNL. I thought it, their segment that one week was the best part of Raw. Uh, and now I thought this week was funny, too, where Colin was like, because when they were in uh, Philly, he pulled out a Mets hat and wore that. No, he pulled out a, no, when they were in Boston. And then he no, well, that was, Boston. well, that was this week. They were in Boston. And okay. he was like, oh, this week, I'm not, I'm, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to wear a Mets hat. And he pulls it out, puts on a Yankees hat. Cheap heat. I thought that was really funny, too. I was like, at the beginning of the segment, I was like, I really hope they both wear Yankees hats. And Colin Colin did that. So I, I don't know what the outcome of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is going to be. Like, will Colin Jost and Michael Che, like, win? Or what's the deal there? Will Nicholas make his return? Will Nicholas win? Will Nicholas, like, avenge Strowman? Getting eliminated by Jost and Che? I don't know. We'll see. Did you? I, they did a. Did Did you I see? They did a where yes. they are. They did a where they are now with Nicholas. <laughs> they didn't speak to his father. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder, Wonder why? Because because his dad was producing the segment. Do you? Uh, would you be upset with uh, the outcome of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal if Nicholas won? No. 
Not at all. Because I, I told you, and I've said this on the podcast, me and Sal have these conversations now about about Nicholas. And whenever something like on like Botchamania or Kayfabe News or whatever shows up with Nicholas, I always make sure I tag Sal in it. So, Like I, I thought it was so funny that last year when it happened that if they actually brought Nicholas back to win the Andre the Giant match, I would be like, I'm all for that, 100%. I'm behind that all the way. Next match up you had was Baron Corbin taking on and defeating Apollo Crews, which came uh, with some confusion at the start for myself. Why? You as well, I think. Um, because they introduced Baron Corbin, and I didn't realize they said... Well, because they said that they were going to be right back after a word from Snickers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and I thought I'm there sorry. was just some sort of glitch where they went into, like, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable's entrance for some reason. I didn't realize, it didn't connect with me that it was a Snickers commercial right away. Yeah, and true. I was just like, what is what is going on? Because the, the commercial, you have Chad Gable there by himself. No Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode runs out. And as Chad Gable does the glorious chant, gets smacked in the face. Rude makes it up and does does the glorious chant and smacks Chad Gable in the face. Yeah, true. And, and I was like, "What is going on right now?" And they're like, "Grab a Snickers." I'm like, "What was? What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Like you introduce Baron Corbin and then cut to a wrestling thing. Like it literally looked. Like there was commentary in it. I literally thought it was a part of Monday Night Raw. I was so confused. But uh, as far as this match goes, there's really not much to even say of it. It was just, it was a match based on the Kurt Angle feud. So, uh, yeah, that was that. Yeah, it was that. Up next, Seth Rollins cut a promo uh, basically saying Brock Lesnar doesn't inspire people and he wants to inspire people. And because uh, he grew up looking up to people like Ric Flair, Triple H. I mean, even John Cena inspires people, he said. Um, so and apparently Seth Rollins did a signing the night before Raw or the day before Raw where everyone begged him to beat Lester at Mania, which I thought was funny. I, I'm begging him to beat Lester at Mania. Uh, well, Paul comes out. And uh, cut Seth Rollins off speaking about uh, smaller guys that tr- all said the same thing about doing this to Lesnar and all failed. Uh, and then Seth Rollins chased Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman fell. He ended uh, ended the segment in the CM Punk pose. Hashtag uh, picture of the week. Yep, the hashtag picture of the week. Is that a hashtag thing? Give no, it it's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Well, but and, yeah. I, and I thought it was funny that this, like, throughout this whole, like, feud, however long it's been going, I guess since Rollins, like, won the Raw Rumble, I guess before that too as well, uh, to as well is no, not necessary to say. <laughs> they, they don't mention WrestleMania 31. Because technically Seth Rollins has a win over Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. He didn't pin uh, Brock Lesnar, but he still has a victory in the books due to that Money in the Bank cash-in. He pinned Roman Reigns, but... So I think it's interesting that they they don't mention it. But I guess I yeah. can see why as well. Yeah, try try to diversify themselves from the Shield. I, I'm also, by the way, well, not the Shield, just the fact that he defeated Roman to do it instead of Brock. D- yeah, true. Cause, but maybe, do you think this could be the big swerve now? You think Seth Rollins 
wins at Mania and Roman Reigns comes out and Vince McMahon and the whole authority comes out and be like, well, you know what, Seth? You want to make Seth an Ultimate face? You got to face Roman Reigns right now. And then Roman Reigns spears him and then he gets this super nuclear heat. Oh. But I, but like, you can't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know what though? I'm like so bored with all of this though that I, at this point, do not care if Lesnar retains. I don't want Lesnar to retain. Well, I don't either, but at the same point, I, I don't. I literally don't care about this storyline. I couldn't care less about this storyline. Okay. I'll have to wait and see how I feel at WrestleMania, but right now it's just like, eh. Because there are so many other people before this that should have won. Finn Balor should have beat Brock Lesnar. There was like WrestleMania story there to to, to have between the three yeah. of them. Complain and Corolla won. Well, well, it's the big show. Speaking of the big show, bravo to the big show. Yeah, standing up for uh, for Special Olympics. Is that all you wanted to say? <laughs> Maybe. What's up? I said, is that all you wanted to say about the big show being uh, a true gentleman, <laughs> sticking up for the little guy? Yeah. But we don't, um, st- don't discuss politics on this show. Up next, though, you had Kurt Angle defeating Samoa Joe in Love this match. one of his very last matches on Monday Night Raw. It was cool to see. Uh, I, I like that they're doing this, though, especially, like, they're making, like, using all these, like, TNA storylines. So. Well, I guess apparently these are hand-picked opponents. Like, Good. actually hand-picked. Hopefully next week it's Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> I want to see Daniel Bryan. I don't think it's going to happen, but but um, were you at that TNA house show that we went to? I Live was. I, I'm in the, I was in the ring with Kurt Angle. You were in the ring with Kurt Angle. Oh, no. You didn't go. Okay, no. Me and Juan that went. One, one of them, I went. I had tickets to one, and I got snowed in. Oh, yeah? For one of them. And then the, the next time I went, Dave was there. I went with Dave 100%. Well, I went with friends, and Dave as well was there. Yeah. So I don't know if you were there that night, but that Maybe night I in 2008, I saw Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe. It was the night uh, Mick Foley debuted for TNA unofficially. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't oh, know wow. if you were there for that. I don't think I was. Um, but it, it, it starts with Samoa Joe headbutting Kurt Angle, which is a nice callback to TNA when Angle did yeah. that to Samoa Joe. Um, and then... The one I think the goofiest part of this, I guess, was Kurt Angle, the way he won. It was like a ridiculous quick pin while Joe had the Coquina clutch locked in. Mm-hmm. Like Joe like I don't know. This is not a retirement tour to me. Yeah, it's just him picking his picking his spots. I I don't know. It it sucks. It sucks that like this is the state of Kurt Angle. Like, the matches yeah. are, like, they're, you know, it's kind of cool, but uh, it's not what it, it used to be, I guess. But nothing hey. ever is. Nothing <laughs> ever is. Oh, bother. <laughs> Up next is what you were talking about earlier in the night. Triple H. Drunk. First of all, he, he takes a moment, congratulates the women for main eventing WrestleMania. Uh, but then he was talking about Batista demanding 
WrestleMania's date to be moved due to Guardians of the Galaxy filming, which I don't even think it's filming right now. I don't even think there's a thing. Like, I don't think he's filming I don't anything. think it is either. So, and then he ripped off that person's, uh, what would you call it, a meme video? A meme video? Yeah, the meme, M-E-M-E. The, what about The it? Spice Girls thing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah you made Triple mention H. of that. It was great. <sighs> it was a ridiculously long promo just to get <laughs> put Triple over, H. Put over an envelope. <laughs> it, it was just to put him over that, oh, yes, I... I I accept. Batista wants my career. I'll put it on the line. Yeah. So if Triple uh, H just... loses at WrestleMania, he's no longer a pro wrestler. But here, this is what I was thinking about earlier this week. So, like, they're making all this pomp and circumstance about Kurt Angle's retirement match and how he's going out and stuff like that. But do you think that this WrestleMania is more about Triple H ending his interim career? Because as you've seen, like, over the past year, you see, like, Triple H get back together with DX and then have this whole thing. Now he's having this big match at WrestleMania against the guy that he brought up, like, you know, really kind of molded. Is this more about Triple H's last match or is it more about Kurt Angle's last match, this WrestleMania? Uh, I don't I don't think it'll be Triple H's last match. You don't think so? No. I really don't think so. I would be very surprised if it was Triple H's last match. Although he is going into the Hall of Fame the night before. Who, Triple H? Yeah. Oh, he's going in again. No, this is... No, as Degeneration X. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I told Which, you, I'm doing like Speaking of the Hall of Fame, that... they, had, they announced uh, the Hart Foundation will yeah. be getting inducted. So there are three two-time Hall of Fame inductees in this class, that being... Shawn Michaels, Booker T, and now Bret Hart. It was uh, the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart, and Jim the Anvil Neidhart. So that's uh, it's awesome that they're getting inducted. Uh, yeah. After the Triple H segment, I have all the Elias stuff grouped together. Yeah, uh, th- okay, that's fine. He was uh, performing in Manhattan throughout the night. First he was in Times Square. Then he was outside of Madison Square Garden, which uh, Billy Joel got to mention. Popped for that. And then he was somewhere else in Manhattan, and somebody stole his money. Yeah, he just he was just a, and he didn't even care. Like, victim. wouldn't you? Wouldn't you call the police? He didn't even care. He would right? Which also, by the way, in one of those Elias segments, Kiss was mentioned. All right. <laughs> I thought that was funny as well. Hey, can you listen? But this, right. it was it was just all to put over the fact that Elias is the musical guest of WrestleMania. 35 which again like there has to be there's definitely something bigger to come of that like the rock coming out yeah if it's not the rock then it's hogan yeah they're they're talking i'm seeing stuff reported on the sheets that uh hogan's uh coming yeah i booked my ticket brother yeah he booked his own ticket like how when you gotta go to japan you book your own ticket to go to japan live there um yeah Main event of the evening saw Drew McIntyre defeat Dean Ambrose. The second week in a row. Last man standing match less than two weeks before WrestleMania. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know what they're doing with Dean Ambrose. I don't know what they're doing with Dean Ambrose either. Like, what's his role in WrestleMania right now? It's not, like I don't. 
is he going to turn on Roman Reigns or something? I don't like, what think are so. we going to what's going to You think he resigned? I have no idea. I I'm just like I'm just blown away with what they're doing with Ambrose. Man. So, McIntyre gets the one up on Dean Ambrose in a feud that's not about the shield with Roman Reigns. Uh, so moving on to SmackDown, you had New Day calling out New Vince McMahon. Uh, and Vince puts New Day in a tag team gauntlet match. Oh, uh, these gauntlets. I thought it was awesome that that they called Vince McMahon out. Yeah. And, and the stuff prior with... Uh, you see, it's a different side to the New Day. Yeah, I like. They were like, like we've enjoyed so much, like working together. We enjoyed performing for everyone. It was like it was very heartfelt. Yeah, they brought up uh, Xavier Woods and Big E wanting to quit, which Vince McMahon mocking them was I thought was hilarious. Quit, 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 quit. I thought that was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny, but uh, I, it, and then you know, had Daniel Bryan in this segment was really good. He came out. He goes, let them quit. We'll get a new group. We'll call them Fresh Afternoon. They could throw out waffles to the crowd. I was like, Fresh, Fresh Afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, they need to, like, that could be on a t-shirt. That that could be a parody uh, New Day t-shirt to sell. Yeah, you know, some somebody on some, like, Redbubble or one of those websites. Oh, no, no. I don't want Redbubble. I want a WWE shop t-shirt on a fresh afternoon it. i want this i want it now so i thought the segment was overall really good uh up next becky lynch was backstage being interviewed and said that flair brings nothing to the match at wrestlemania and she's undeserving and then charlotte's music cuts her off and charlotte makes her entrance and said that she's it. about yeah. she's about to show how deserving she is. Next thing you know, Asuka's coming out for a match. Even though she was supposed to be in her own WrestleMania storyline. And to make matters worse, the title gets put on the line. Yeah. Charlotte, and what happens? Charlotte picks Char- up the victory, becomes, I believe, an eight-time women's champion. Defeats Asuka. Uh, Naomi, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Carmella were supposed to have a number one contenders match to see who's getting Asuka at Mania. Uh, that got scrapped, I guess. And they all took to Twitter about it. Yeah, the whole, like, Divas division. Yeah. Well, like, SmackDown-wise, at least, I guess. Yeah, we're just like, oh, hey. Uh, I loved Mandy Rose's. She's like, yep, you put all of your trust in the wrong blonde. It's like... The fact that this was a match was just... It was so confusing. Like, the only... I don't know. The only way this makes sense is, like... I mean, I've seen a bunch of people saying it on Twitter, is ultimately the four horsewomen all holding up titles at the end of WrestleMania. Like NXT TakeOver. But they announced... But they announced... I I don't think they announced anything. No, they did. WWE did? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they did. They announced it's going to be winner take all. I didn't see WWE actually announce right. that. Oh, and well, I, I, saw it. I would assume that it's going to be if, let's say, if Charlotte pins 
Rousey or Rousey pins Charlotte, then it's winner takes that. But I would assume it's whoever pins whoever gets the win. That's why I think Becky Lynch will end up defeating Char- uh, not Charlotte, Rousey. So she'll be the Raw Women's Champion. Char- Charlotte will be the SmackDown Women's Champion. You got uh, Boston Hug as the Women's Tag Team Champions. They all celebrate. And maybe it leads to a four horse women versus four horse women segment. I have not one idea. Neither do I. Um, but the way that they've treated Asuka, that uh, the title run was a poor title run. And, it, and what sucks even more is the fact that she was only ever champion because of Ronda Rousey. So technically, she's written into that storyline, but. It's not, uh, she's not, I mean, I assume she won't be added to that match. Nor should she. But it's just, what a mishandling. Yeah. It was just a way to extend a feud. Uh, It's so bad. It's just so stupid that, I don't know. Unless, unless it does end with the, I don't know. What do you think about the four horsewomen, all four of them, like celebrating the main event of WrestleMania, all holding up their titles? Because when when it happens, I think it needs to be. I need. I think it needs to. Uh, I think it needs to be. Becky Lynch holding up both titles. That's mid. See me. that just to, to me that just doesn't make sense then because then that merges. The women's division into one, and you already like you have the brand split. The title's not that like, the title's not that old. Yeah, it's only a few years old or whatever. So it's like I don't want to see that. I want to still see separate brands for like the tag team is, is one thing because there's not a million tag teams on each roster. Like there are men. Yeah, true. So I'm fine with there being one tag team title for all three brands, as opposed to three different women's tag, uh, not tag team, three women's championships, including Mm -hmm. NXT and that's, but whatever. Um, you had AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle go to a no contest. Does Randy Orton just have to come out and ruin everything? Match barely uh, got started. And yeah, so it was like, I mean, Kurt Angle ended up hitting Randy Orton with an angle slam. Does that write Kurt Angle into a match with Randy Orton and AJ Styles at WrestleMania? What's going on? No, I think it's just extending the AJ Styles, Randy Orton gimmick. Uh, yeah. 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 But uh, after that, they showed a previous segment, like uh, something from earlier in the day. Ray Mysterio and Dominic were being interviewed about Samoa Joe. It's so weird. Like, Dominic being on TV now is just so strange because, A, like, I remember the small little kid with Eddie Guerrero. He's like, I'm your daddy. No? Yeah. And now he's just a grown hipster adult. It almost has me thinking... (sighs) No, it's it's too far fetched. But <laughs> so at WrestleMania, we already know it's one on one at at WrestleMania for the U.S. Championship. Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe. Let's say Rey Mysterio wins the U.S. Championship. Rey Mysterio's in the ring celebrating with Dominic. Dominic's in the front row. He jumps the barricade, and celebrates with his father, 
And then he turns on Rey Mysterio <laughs> and oh my starts God. a feud <laughs> over the U.S. title or something. Dominic and Rey Mysterio on SmackDown. Do you think people would be for it or like? I don't like, know. Dominic is training. We're we're told with with Jay Lee with Jay Lethal. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was with uh, Lance Storm as well. Maybe I don't know. Or maybe he's just all over the place. So I and I, I'm sure Rey Mysterio would be training him as well. So I, it's not like a conventional thing. We don't normally see somebody like bypass the performance center. So maybe, like, maybe Dominic is at that level. I'd be all for it. It'd be something interesting, to me at least. Um, up next, we had Miz cutting a promo. Shane came out with Primo, Sanity, and Shelton Benjamin, and then uh, Security, and accepted Miz's stipulation of a false count anywhere match, which I thought was a good promo by Shane. Um, yeah. But then Miz took everyone out. It's like 10 people he took out. He took out Sanity all by himself. The fall from grace that Sanity was. I uh, I just don't like the fact that this is a false count anywhere match, given the fact that we have Batista versus Triple H in a no-holds-barred match. But that's a no-holds-barred match, not a false count anywhere match. It's literally the same sort of stipulation, except false count anywhere could end anywhere. It's literally the same stipulation as Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey in that has no rules due to it being a triple threat. Oh, yeah. Wow. So. But last but definitely not least, we had the gauntlet match, which uh, the first match you had was New Day versus Anderson and Gallows. Good to see uh, Anderson and Gallows on TV. Yeah, but it's such a shame to see where they are. Like did they they lost it in under a minute? Hey, so, they're still on. They're still on TV. Yeah, but like, did they lose quickly because they are actually going to be leaving? I don't think so. I think it was more of a hey, we haven't seen these guys on TV in a while. I guess they're not that good. When in my, in my personal opinion, I think Gals and Anderson are incredible. Yeah, I think it's just like they're they're a hundred percent being yeah, mishandled. Circumstance. I, I yeah, I don't. But I don't. This match was so long. Like there was no reason to. Like you had uh, Nakamura versus, uh, I mean, Nakamura and Rusev versus New Day was like 10 minutes, which New Day won. And then the bar versus New Day was like 20 minutes. So you definitely could have squeezed some time in there for more, more uh, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, true. But after the bars match, they lost and uh, attacked New Day, put Big E through the table. And then the last, after that, you had the Usos come out, cut a promo, which was really cool. I think it was my favorite part of SmackDown. What, them forfeiting? Yeah, they they cut a promo on New Day. They were like, listen, like we've battled in the past. Kofi deserves this. You've you've earned our respect. He's earned our respect. We forfeit. Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was great. It was a great show of respect. You had Daniel Bryan, Rowan tearing apart the the locker room and then they came out for a match and lost via count out big e flips the table on eric rowan i'm sorry I thought that was, on I rowan thought, <laughs> and I thought that was great. yeah i thought that was phenomenal 
And that was literally, Kofi Kingston runs out to celebrate. They cut to Vince about to leave. He confirms that Kofi Kingston's going to WrestleMania in the main event for the WWE <laughs> Championship. It's like, like, yes, he's going to WrestleMania. And then he like, gets in his limo and leaves. Like, it was so strange. Well, will a B-plus player be able to defeat the new Daniel Bryan? So, and then the locker room came out, some of which I had no idea who they were. Like, I think it was as if, like, random people just, like, saw that people were running to the ring. <laughs> I don't know who they were. I literally, I can't place them. They're not workers, I can tell you that. They weren't in gear or anything. But uh, this is something I liked also. Byron got up from the commentary table to celebrate. But back when they had, uh, like, the, the Occupy Raw with Daniel Bryan, and, like, all the fans came out in in Daniel Bryan merch and like did the yes chance and everything. And I, the new Kofi shirt is similar to those shirts. I the... kind of thought maybe they could have had like new day fans surround the ring as well to celebrate. Like have the locker room, like, I don't know, get in the ring and celebrate and then have like fans surround the ring. Maybe. I don't know. I thought that would have been something cool, but yeah, Kofi Kingston as of right now, at least, is going to be taking on Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship, uh, which I believe if Kofi Kingston wins, he might be the first uh, African-American, like, actual African-American uh, WWE Champion. But they can't bring race into this. Which I saw, I mean, apparently when New Day had said something, they I think... I don't know if it was Kofi that said it like like you've like you've always held people like us down and like people I guess took people to lost Twitter. their stuff about it I didn't even realize that I thought he meant like lower like mid card people not lower mid card but like mid card people I didn't think it was like a race thing but apparently the internet did of course because the internet has to but, uh, put again everything... but maybe uh, maybe it was without actually saying it Maybe it actually was. Hmm. So you never know. Maybe. But uh, yeah, that was SmackDown. That was Monday Night Raw. Anything else? Uh, uh, no. So I guess we'll just do some shameless, shameless plugs. plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for shameless plugs. Uh, I had to hold my nose on that one. Um, and if you know my other passion, it's the art of the riff. So this is going to be a very music-based shameless plugs for you this week. Um, we retweeted it. It was awesome. Go follow uh, the band Extinction AD. You can follow them on Twitter at Extinction AD. They did that unbelievable cover of Becky Lynch's uh, uh, theme music. What did you think about that, Brandon? I thought it was great. Yeah, it was great. And they uh, – they are awesome. Rick, the lead vocalist, uh, used to book Carvey Niche back in the day a couple times. Uh, he commented on my Edge and Christian old school shirt. So uh, go follow Extinction AD. They uh, have a bunch of music out. You can find it on your Apple Music and all that, all those gimmicks. Uh, next up goes to another. It's, it's all Long Island band. So uh, go follow Moontooth. 
on Twitter at Moontooth. They have a new record. Uh, their second full-length record coming out tomorrow. It's called Crux. Uh, they just finished a tour with Mark Morton from Lamb of God. Uh, they're coming home, doing a little uh, run, and then they're going out with the animals as leaders. Coming up, uh, they're going to blow up. They're going to blow up huge. I've heard a couple songs of this new album, and it, it's incredible. And I can't wait to hop on the train tomorrow morning to go to this job that I'm doing and listen to it. So go check them out, at Moontooth1 on Twitter. Dude, on the way... Uh... On the way to Manhattan yesterday. You was, called Manhattan? Well, as opposed to what? Saying the city? Yeah. Well, some people listening to this don't know what the city is. Perhaps. But I, I, I on the way it. to New York City yesterday, uh, somebody got on and he's like, he looks like really, really tired. And he sits down, pops a few tagalongs into his mouth. And proceeds to literally just like, you know, like the dancing, like bobbing head nod when you're like about to be out. Yeah. Drops Not his off. phone, picks it up, nods out again, picks up his phone, nods out over and over again. We finally get to Jamaica Station and the dude, we're, we're, we're sitting there for quite some time. For like I guess other trains to come in so people could transfer to Penn. And at the last second, the dude gets up, realizes we're at Jamaica, runs off the train, leaves his tagalongs, and then gets back on the train to get his tagalongs. To, to get his tagalongs. The conductors are like, they they see that he they hold the door, whatever. They he leaves or whatever. They're like, well, where are you going? You owe us tagalongs. But it's like I've never seen somebody fall asleep like that on the train before. I would never, I would never fall asleep like that on the train. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so continue. I've got two more. I know Dave does, uh, you know, the rule of three, but we're gonna do four because there's a lot of good music coming out of Long Island recently. Uh, go follow Johnny Booth. They're on Twitter at Johnny Booth NY. They just released um, maybe my favorite album so far of the very, very still new year. Uh, this album's called First Hands Accounts. Uh, you can go. They have the uh, two two videos up for two of their songs. Uh, they're doing their big album release shows this weekend. One in Long Island and one in Albany. So go check them out at Johnny Booth NY. Uh, last one goes out to the band Thought Crimes, uh, featuring the former drummer of the Dillinger Escape Plan, Billy Reimer, and also my uh, buddy Rick is a vocalist. So go follow them on Twitter at Thought Crimes New York. April fifth, they'll be having their first show ever at the Amityville Music Hall. They're playing with uh, my other friend's band, God's Eyes. So go check them out. They just released an EP called Tap Night. Uh, Thought Crimes. Follow them on Twitter at Thought Crimes New York. In the NY. Uh, oh, sorry. What? No, go ahead. I was going to say inside the uh, the Kiss program, they had like ticket stubs and like posters of uh, like old events and stuff because it's like their last tour ever or whatever. And uh, they had a few posters for a club in Amityville, which I thought was interesting. Which club in Amityville? I don't remember. I'll have to go look at it. Yeah, I would like you to go do that, actually. And uh, while you go do that, hey, Chris, do you got a uh, match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. And uh, match of the week this week comes from GCW. To live or die in L.A., Jungle Boy versus Rich Swan, uh, one up-and-coming high flyer, one guy that maybe is one of your most established high flyers in uh, professional wrestling these days, 
solid, solid match. And it's good. To, I think this is my first time seeing Rich Swan wrestle. No, second time because he had that great match on Impact against um, Willie Mack. But yeah, still doing it, still crushing it. Remember when he said he was going to uh, quit wrestling after this year? Nope, he's still going long and strong. So Jungle Boy versus Rich Swan from GCW to live or and die in LA. Go check it out if you can find it. Pretty good match. Brandon, who art thou shouting out to the heavens? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. So Apple had one of their Apple events this week. And every time they have these, I always wish that they would announce uh, the iPod Classic, but with way more uh, gigs than 160. But they completely already did away with the iPod Classic, which sucks, but... I still use my iPod, and that's getting a shout-out. Your iPod is getting a shout-out. Yeah, like, I, like it was a really good piece of technology when they first released it, and they kept getting better and better. And then, for whatever reason, they just stopped making new ones. And I think it's, it, like, probably because of the iPhone that yeah. they stopped doing it. But, like, I, I'm still, I'm going strong. I'm still using my iPod. <laughs> if my iPod breaks, I will be absolutely screwed. And I have 160 gigs filled up on it. I would like like a terabyte hard drive on there or something like that. I don't know if you could fit a terabyte hard drive. And it just doesn't. How how not? Like the size yeah. of it or something? I don't know. Maybe yeah. But uh, up next, you might disagree, but uh, Weezer's Teal album is getting a shout out. Is that the newest album they came out with? No, uh, it's actually, the, it's still a new album, but surprisingly they had another new album come out after that. It's the one with all the covers on it. Okay. I know. Uh, with Africa? Yeah, I know some people are hating on that cover. But I like it I a lot. I think it's good, yeah. I think it's a really solid album. You have like Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and uh, I know Billy Jean's on that as well. And um, uh, what's the uh, Black Sabbath song? Oh, I can't even think of the title right now, but there's a Sabbath cover on there. War Pigs? Uh, is it War Pigs? I don't think so. Let's go look, shall we? Weezer. It is Paranoid. Ah. Yeah. Okay. You have the Turtles, Happy Together. You have Aha, Take On Me. You have Miss, uh, Mr. I was going to say Mr. No Scrubs. I was going to say Mr. Scrubs, but <laughs> it's No Scrubs and Mr. Blue Sky. So, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a really, it's a good album. Check it out. If uh, you like Weezer, if you like cover songs, check it out. Uh, and then the Bella Twins are getting the last shout out. Uh, over the past two weeks of total Bellas, both Brie and Nikki announced their retirements from WWE. Uh, so what, if this is, in fact, like, actually their retirement. Uh, well, they're starting a podcast. Yeah, a lot of uh, pro wrestling podcasts. Uh, and I think theirs was already like at number one or something on the charts. not even out yet or something. Like oh, rating-wise. Really? Yeah. But they've done a lot in uh, wrestling over their careers. They definitely bridged a huge gap between like people watching their show to then actually going to events that weren't pro wrestling fans. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that's cool. And if it's uh, if it's actually them retiring, then uh, kudos. Best of luck in your future yeah. endeavors. 
Absolutely. Even though they really don't need it, they have a wine company, they have a clothing company. Yeah. I think they're set for life. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my shout-outs. Now it's time for... is right our mark out moment of the week uh rob gronkowski and conor mcgregor retired <laughs> yeah but conor mcgregor retired because apparently he's getting like really bad allegations against him rod gronkowski whatever his name is gronk. larry over you there just say gronk yeah gronk is retiring because he knows he has more to life right now instead of sports and that's going to be the wwe and him and mojo are going to have a really bad tag team and they'll probably like win the smackdown and the raw tag team champions because we know how much vince mcmahon loves celebrities but i mean there's both of them could be i don't know if the allegations are true i don't know what's going to happen with conor mcgregor but he could i teased it in the past i feel like so but those aren't mark-out moments of the week. Those are just mere observations. Uh, I marked out when Mariano Rivera came out and threw out the first pitch today. Oh. Did the Sandman enter? Yeah, he did. They didn't play his music, though. He just kind of walked out. How do you not play his music? I he know. First of all, he shouldn't have like come from anywhere but the whatever bullpen. it is. The bullpen, yeah. How and do, I, how I, do I, you I, not? What a missed opportunity. And I had to film a lacrosse game today during the Cubs game, so I didn't. So I was checking my phone. I kind of marked out to see the fact that uh, Javier Baez uh, hit two home runs today, and KB hit a home run. So uh, it looks like the Cubs are well. They're facing the Rangers, so it's like you know. It's know. funny in relations to uh, opening day in 2002. My friend and I were on the phone with each other, watching the Mets opening day, and. Jay Payton steps up to bat, and I'm like, Jay yo, Payton. I'm like, yo, this dude is about to hit a home run. My friend goes, are you dumb? It's Jay Payton. There's no way he's going to hit a home run. Dude hit a home run. I think it was the only home run of the game, too. <laughs> I don't know why, what prompted me to say that he was going to hit but a I'll home hit run. But I'll hit a nice home run today. Yeah, I saw that. Woo, woo, woo. You can know it. Yeah. Stealing line from uh, Scotty Stanford. Uh, a markout moment of the week for me. I'll relate it to baseball. A home run celebration taunt in MLB The Show 19 is the people's elbow. That should be like trending worldwide and everyone should be retweeting that tweet and everything. I thought that was, I I was blown away when my friend sent that to me. I thought it was really cool. Uh, Another markout moment of the week is the comes from a live event that WWE had. Elias was performing and Finn Balor was in the ring and Elias goes, "We're going to do that song from A Star Is Born and oh you're going to sing the the female part or whatever." And then they both proceeded to do I think it's called Shallow. Uh-huh. They both okay, sang yeah. they sang that song and it ends before the the chorus, I guess. Uh, Elias ended up attacking Balor from behind, but I, I popped for that. I thought it was cool. That's why I like live events are really cool. That uh, moments like that happen. You're not really going to get something like that on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And uh, I think my biggest mark out moment of the week is at WrestleMania. 
it was announced that Joan Jett will be performing Bad Reputation live uh, while Ronda Rousey makes her entrance. It's something I wanted to see since Ronda Rousey debuted. I wanted it last year. It makes a lot more sense this year because she ended up in a tag match last year. Yeah. But I am uh, I'm stoked that Joan Jett... So now, you know, now have Extinction AD just has to uh, play Becky Lynch out. Um, it just has to happen, seriously. But are they like, tip- are they, they're not like a, they're just like Long Island famous? Or? No, they've like toured all over the United States. They've toured with some big acts. Um, I think they're, I think they're getting to Europe this uh, summer. No, this, I don't know. But anyway, it'd be cool. Hey, listen, Code Orange you haven't heard anything about from Code Orange since, uh, you know. Yeah. Something else in related to uh, in relation to WrestleMania, they released a video I think like last week or this week of the guy that made that makes WWE's wrestling rings. Uh, we, me and you spoke about this too. And I thought it was really cool that like they they apparently I guess when whatever WrestleMania it was that they had the the mini rings to the the, the entrance. The, yes. The, the, the wrestlers were on. Yes. They contacted him and he made them. They were like, whatever they were, he modified them all to be wrestling rings. Yeah. And then they they couldn't they they needed to like a, make a new ring and like have better ropes and stuff. And they went to him. He made it. And f- fast forward, he's been making WWE rings since like the eighties, over thirty years. And something unique about this year's WrestleMania that is exactly like WrestleMania 29 because it's the same system is the ventilation system and the heating system, I guess. Heated ranks, yeah. Yeah, and because th- there's no other WrestleMania climate that's going to need that. They need to have the wood and the and the steel be like good to go, so it's heating the 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 steel and the wood to the right temperature. Because New York, it could be like, who knows? It could be snowing that day. No, you're absolutely right. When we went to WrestleMania in in uh, in Miami, it was burning hot. Oh, it was, yeah. I, I, half, I, went, I had half to buy, a, got, uh, I had to buy water. Half of you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I had to buy water. I had to stand outside of the, the heat. It was ridiculously hot. WrestleMania 29, it rained during the kickoff show. I was freezing cold. I was all the way up, freezing cold. So you never know what kind of weather you'll get at a, a New York WrestleMania. And it's a cool video. Check it out, www.com. Yeah, that, very good. Very, very artsy. And that's it. Yeah, that's our mark out moment of the week. Uh, take us home. All right. Thank you for listening to Mark and Ed, episode 425. Uh, as we said in the beginning of the show, you can listen to this and all past episodes on marketout.com all of your podcasting sites make sure you rate review and subscribe we greatly appreciate that facebook.com slash marketout twitter.com slash marketout youtube.com slash marketout 11 um buy our shirts pro wrestling tees.com slash marketout i bet you they will be a wrestlemania yeah. gimmick next that's what, week that's what i said last week i'll be shocked if there's not <laughs> oh no there will be hands down there has to be no fans or butts yeah, maybe there has to be. Maybe some big butts. But uh, yeah, until next week, maybe uh, next week we'll uh, have all the three amigos here. We'll give you our predictions for everything. We'll tell you what we're, we will and will not be doing WrestleMania weekend. 
Well, I won't be going to WrestleMania. Randall will be going on a boat. But until then, <laughs> Wrestle we Wrestle. wish you. The, yeah, you're going on a. Uh, Wrestle the, Vessel Part 2. <laughs> no, uh, I like um, Chris Jericho Part 2. I don't know about that. The Chris Jericho's, he's doing the, the cruise again. The, the oh, cruise yeah, of Jericho. Yeah. I just didn't, part know, the, I didn't know it was Part 2. Yeah, it's part yeah. See, so we, we could we can have a, a part due too. We had a, a, a in the middle of the ocean episode once before. Yeah, you it, did. It worked. Yeah, Dave and I did. Oh boy, we both did an episode. Well, I mean, he was on land. I was in sea. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you leg out once, I am. I, I, I really, dude. They have the best internet on Royal Caribbean ships. I don't think I will. If I do, I'll bow out. But he I doesn't don't care think... about the, he doesn't care about the food. He I doesn't care about, say, he doesn't care about the He cares about the podcast. Yeah, I care about the podcast. Damn it, pal! <laughs> I'm not gonna screw the podcast, pal. What? I said I'm not gonna screw the podcast, pal. I said me and Dave. I was gonna have Dave come over to my house. We're gonna have some beverages. We'll sit in front of my mic, one microphone that I have. You could still do that and just Skype me in. Oh, it's not the same. What, what do you mean? You can still drink, have beverages, and just Skype okay. me in. Both of you have plug-in headphones or whatever. You got the, the two jack gimmick. The new jack gimmick? <laughs> you just play music the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> play music in the background. During the whole thing, it's like our longest episode ever. <laughs> you forget to end it. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Week. Looks chocolate.